welcome to Student Radio Maastricht. This is RTV Maastricht, 107.5 FM. I am Elena and I'm your host for this hour. Uh, we just listened to uh, Jungle by Tash Sultana. Uh, we'll say why we chose this song a little bit uh, in a little bit. I'm going to let the person who chose it say why. <laughs> so uh, today I'm uh, here in the studio with uh, Katinka. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Sachit. Hello. Shyam. Yeah, hello. And David, our yeah. guest for today. Uh, so yeah, today we are going to talk about uh, alternative economies. So uh, as we all know, I assume, we are living in a capitalist system. <laughs> and uh, basically, sometimes I feel like people don't even question um, the system that we live in and they don't think about you know, other ways that we could be, uh, you know, living. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I want to explore a little bit more about, uh, about these uh, alternative economies. And yeah, uh, we invited uh, David who uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, but you are from 7 Billion Presidents. You came all the way down from Amsterdam for us. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. Nice to be here. Um, yeah, I'm one of the founders of 7 Billion Presidents. And um, yeah, looking forward to uh, to be here. Yep. Thank you. Okay, nice. I think uh, we can uh, already, we're a little bit behind on time. So maybe we will go first to uh, the next song. And then we will jump right into it. So, oh, well, we didn't talk about uh, why we chose uh, Jungle by Tash Sultana. You can tell us, uh, David, because it's a jungle out there. Yes, I think <laughs> um, it's it would be nice if we step away from this uh, current Hunger Games system into, uh, into one where we collaborate and yes. start to choose to build our own future instead of uh, continuing this uh, Hunger, um, Hunger Games society slash uh, jungle uh, we are all currently living in and it doesn't um i believe it doesn't have to be that way so yeah i agree and the next song we're gonna listen to is a little bit more um more radical it's uh, called uh, five million ways to kill a ceo by the coup and then we're gonna talk about capitalism <laughs> <laughs> Waiting in the bathroom stall till I tap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got five million ways to 
regular CEO. Slap him up and shake him up and then you know. Let him up the flow, then bait him with the dough. You can do it funk or do it this guy. Yeah, this guy. ways to get a CEO. Slap him up and shake him up and then you know. Let him up the flow, then bait him with the dough. You can do it funk or do it this guy. Yeah, this guy man, slow is the creeper. If you a janitor, get a street sweeper. Ugly is even skin deeper. If you can't get the prayers, get the beeper. Phoenix kid, flip off the lid, who you got? You two could be a good green killer, bean spiller. Gangster love just like Steve Miller. They wear skivvies, that's made a chinchilla. Factory in Mexico, bought a spring villa. I'm from the land where the Panthers grew. You know the city and the avenue. If you the boss, we'll be smabbing through and we'll be grabbing you. Just say what's up with the revenue. And if you feel it, we can even try to steal it with the five million ways to kill a CEO. Slap him up and shake him up and then you know. Let him up the flow, then bait him with the dough. You can do it funk or do it this Five ways to kill a CEO. Slap him up and shake him up and then you know. Let him up the flow, then bait him with the dough. You can do it funk or do it this was 5 Million Ways to Kill a CEO by The Coup. And uh, you're back on uh, Student Radio Maastricht uh, on RTV 107.5. We are talking about alternative economies. I'm Sachit and we have Elena, David, Shyam and Katinka on tech. Thanks for the choice of music, Katinka. And what we're going to talk about right now is capitalism. I love talking about this because I love telling everyone you don't know what capitalism is. And I don't think I do either, but it's fun to, you know, make people angry about it. <laughs> so um, that's a good start. So I'm going to ask everyone, what, what's your definition of capitalism? What does it mean to you when someone says capitalism? I think we can all agree that that's the system we're living under. I think that we so can all agree about that. I know that Shyam doesn't agree. Oh, Shyam doesn't agree. He doesn't so we think, already have... He doesn't uh, yeah. think it's a system. <laughs> he doesn't think it's a system at all. Well, maybe maybe I can already then start defining what I think. Sure. What, what I believe capitalism could be like to me when a word ends in an ism um it's it's generally like quantifying certain belief like recognizing a belief so yeah. capitalism to me is uh, from a linguistic point of view already a an ism and yeah i don't think it really amounts to a system as such i mean it could be systemic 
Um, but so if it's not a system and it's a belief, then what do people believe in? I don't know what people believe in. I don't need to believe what people believe in. You don't need to believe what <laughs> exactly, people believe. Exactly. Yes, and that's and that's all there is to it. To be. Yeah. <laughs> Some people have equated, uh, you know, belief in capitalism to, you know, there, there are similarities between capitalistic belief and religious belief. So I see where you're coming from, mm. but that still doesn't leave us with an answer of what it is. Elena, would you like to take a crack? Yeah, I mean, if I have to like move on from from Shyam, I think <laughs> if I if I have to think what a capitalist <clears throat> believes in, yeah, is the profit basically profit and making it as much profit as you can what would our guests think david i totally um agree we can make it very complicated yeah however i think in the current uh society yeah the end goal is to make money and right kind of shitty is that i think most people don't care about the money as much Mm -hmm. but it does determine basically all of our lives so you think that people care about money because it gives them things and not because they care just about money. Is that right? Sorry, uh, one more time. Um, I said that um, people care about money because it facilitates things for them and it's not just accumulation of money that they care for. I think basically we're all um, social human beings and okay. we care about our family, our friends. Right. We just want to be, be happy basically. Yeah. And because of the system, I think a lot of people are, it doesn't, the current system, capitalism, doesn't fit human nature. Mm-hmm. And we are pushed to be more selfish, take more care of ourselves because we all have to pay the rent. Yeah. And we all have to buy products and want to go on holidays, this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but in the end, it's uh, the, the bank never loses. Right. So there is a small group of people with a shitload of money. Yeah. And basically, they, uh, they control everything. It mm-hmm. sounds a bit radical as I say it now, but in the end, they pull their money out of the company if the company doesn't continue making profit. Yeah, yeah. So they, we shouldn't blame yeah. the, the CEO or Shell, it's, or, or Jeff Bezos. Right. They play against, they, they play according to the rules and they're winning, so. Right. <coughs> it's very interesting, thanks David. Uh, Shyam had a counterpoint to that? Oh yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was just uh, going off on a bit of a tangent there, but do you do you sometimes feel that capitalistic views or ideas or framework is sort of imposed onto you where you go like oh i don't really have a choice if i don't pay i can't study if i don't work i don't i can't eat if i don't pay i can't eat for example that's a good question i feel like that like that's what I, that's what i was thinking you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like i mean i don't think like we all are capitalists just because we are living in this you know no, but we, we haven't we're had a choice kinda, yeah we're kind of yeah. forced into it you know i don't feel like i mean yeah you do you do have a choice but right now it's so kind of like radical or to say you know like or i don't know uh, to decide okay i'm gonna you know only like i'm gonna try to live outside of the system i'm gonna live at the lbb and uh, i don't know only get my food from a food bank or something and like you know not pay rent and not necessarily have to work in like the more traditional way you know and like it is possible and there's people who do it but it's really a minority i think and I feel like it's not, it's not like normalized in a way. So I think that's also part of the fact that it's forced onto us, you know, because yeah, I don't know. We wouldn't even question if this is normal or not, or not if, yeah. if uh, capitalism wouldn't be like the standard way of, of, of thinking. I don't know. Right. And yeah. also the idea that the uh, people are just like thinking about uh, their profit and thinking about their own 
personal gain, you know, like a lot of people who, let's say, believe in capitalism, I feel they have this idea that people only think about their own good and they don't think, they. no one would ever do something for someone else, uh, you know, just uh, normally. Yeah. I don't know. But I believe what goes around comes around. And uh, that's also the title of the next uh, song. Uh, I think we all know this one, but uh, you know, circular economy. Let's go. <laughs> Very clever. Baby 
call him all you get so busy tone I heard you found out that he's doing to you what you did to me ain't that the way it goes when you cheat a girl my heart bleed a girl so it goes without saying that you let me feeling hurt just a classic case scenario tell his all this time girl you got what you deserve and now you want somebody to kill the lonely nights you wish you had somebody that could come and make it right but girl I ain't somebody with a lot of sympathy So welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. This is 107.5 FM. I'm Elena, your host for today. Uh, we just listened to Justin Timberlake. What goes around comes around. We were vibing here while well, me and Katinka. <laughs> because Having I mean, big time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm here in the studio with Katinka, Sachit, Shiam, and David, our guest for today from 7 Billion Presidents. And yeah, uh, we are talking about alternative economies. Uh, so we talked a little bit about uh, capitalism before, uh, what we think about it, what we think it is, uh, I guess. Uh, so now we're going to go into uh, talking a little bit more about what possible al alternatives uh, people have uh, thought up uh, regarding this, uh, this topic. So, yeah, I mean, I uh, already knew a little bit about this, but obviously I did some more research for, for this episode. And of course, there are many different models that uh, were invented or created or thought, thought up uh, for, you know, uh, basically, let's say what they all have in common uh, is um, creating a society uh, where there is not so much disparity and also uh, some of them focus also on um, living within, uh, let's say, the environmental limits of, uh, of our planet. So, for example, one, uh, let's say, very famous uh, example is uh, donut economics, uh, which uh, was uh, developed by Kate Rayworth. And basically, the idea is, uh, yeah, to uh, live in a balance in between our needs uh, and, you know, uh, the means of uh, of the planet. So, yeah, uh, Sachit, you you asked me before if uh, I was going to talk about uh, Kate Rayworth. You know a little bit about this. I'm very curious. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, this seems, this is also one point that I wanted to make later, but uh, from what I see, uh, it's a, a little bit abstract. Yeah. Uh, because it's basically uh, visualized in a, in a, in a chart uh, that is basically showing the boundaries of uh, social and, uh, so social and planetary boundaries. And then, uh, yeah. For example, there's uh, nine boundaries, uh, climate change, biodiversity loss, air pollution, and then other uh, boundaries, uh, for example, food, social foundation, water, housing. And uh, yeah, uh, basically the idea is like if we are living uh, under a certain level, then we won't meet the needs of uh, all of society. Mm -hmm. And then if we're living uh, over this certain level, then we are overshooting. Yeah. But yeah, 
basically i do we know if there's like any uh, practical examples of donut economics i don't know um i know that some uh, i think the city of amsterdam has uh, made a commitment to uh, follow the principles uh, david maybe you know something about that yeah i think amsterdam might be the first donut city yeah and kate rayworth is training i think all the people in the government how oh. to kind of have a new perspective or a new approach we spoke to some people in the um, local municipality and one example is that i think they want all their government rooftops mm-hmm. to um, they're going to open it up to not for profit uh, solar initiatives because that would be a new way of governance right and um, basically give the people um, the chance to build their own city Yeah. Um yeah, I think there are a couple of elements where she says yeah. we uh, we can transition. But so uh, this sounds like an element of a collab- of collaborative city planning. I I'm not really sure. I, well, another thing is I think Amsterdam said from 2030 all cars have to be electric if you want to go into the city. Right. Which is maybe a nice stand. I'm not really sure, yeah. but uh Yeah. Well, so it seems <laughs> like it's being picked up a bit. Yeah, that's the thing. I think these the, these kinds of uh, uh, let's say uh, ideas have been uh, more and more um, talked about. They're becoming more popular. For example, also at the at uni, we uh, learned about um, uh, common pool resources, uh, mm-hmm. and basically, uh, that's also another kind of. Um, it's the the commons economy uh which is also yeah on the internet is uh, it's also very uh, popular with like p2p kind of uh, systems you know so basically the idea is that you know people are doing things for the common good and uh yeah sharing there's no intellectual property mm-hmm. uh and, and we have to uh take away from the restrictions restrictions of of this kind you know so this i mean the common pool resource was more imagined for uh actual uh resources for example i don't know fishing or things mm-hmm. like that um but yeah it can be applied in uh, different uh, aspects of our of our lives uh this reminds me a little bit of uh, the gift economy idea yeah yeah Yeah, that's also another one. Yeah, this this many many different uh, different kinds. Yeah, Please. they overlap quite a bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to mention resource-based economies. Yeah. Which um I mean they're based on the idea that we have well, limited resources and we should redistribute them in the most efficient manner possible. And uh yeah, apparently the one of the most the, the most efficient manner is uh, is a problem that we would leave to AI broad generalization yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah we would uh, follow this god ai sounds very asimov i don't know what to think about that <laughs> and uh, there are many um, many proposals for alternative currency formats and alternative economic models that uh, fit within this kind of paradigm and generally inch towards what might even be considered you know like uh, social or planned economics but they make adjustments to fit within a more transaction based model and there's quite a few proposals of this kind that have been floating around recently mm-hmm. um and i'm not sure if any of them have gained traction yet yeah i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i think in general yeah that's the thing i want to see more uh, more facts rather than also just uh, talking i mean i don't know yeah maybe i haven't uh, uh dived uh, deep enough uh, but i think 
well, seven billion presidents is a practical example of uh, an alternative uh, economy model. So we're going to go uh, into that more deeply in the next segment. And uh, first, we're going to listen to Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. <laughs> Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM, RTV Maastricht. And yeah, I'm Elena here hosting the show for today. Uh, we are talking about alternative economies. Uh, it's really hard to, to put everything in, in one hour, but I really invite you to look into the, the, the <laughs> let's say the thoughts we talked about uh, in the previous segment uh, yeah just uh, look into them more and uh, ask yourself some questions that's what I invite everyone to do but uh, today we are here to ask questions to our guest David who came down from Amsterdam to talk to us about seven billion presidents so tell us more about your foundation or organization or I don't know how to call it <laughs> um, yeah we We're basically building a not-for-profit 
society yeah. where all money generated goes back into our communities. And the idea is that we build companies where all generated profit goes to renewable energy mm. and the local communities can um, co-decide how 21% of all the money generated by the local energy plants is used on social projects, regenerative uh, projects, and to build a 7 billion president's company in a low income country. The idea is all the communities, they uh, connect with each other, collaborate as much as possible. And the nice thing about the, um, the concept, I believe, is that nobody has to change their, their worldview mm-hmm. because it taps into this take back control kind of idea. And if you are, let's say, uh, a hippie left, you care about the environment, you love it. If you are more um, right wing, then why would you continue to work right wing economics I'm talking about? Why would we continue to work um, to make other people rich? Mm -hmm. If let's say there are two products, you can buy a capitalistic uh, beer or you can buy a 7 billion residents beer. In one case, your money goes to a small group of shareholders. In the other, the money goes to build a better life for you and for each other. So what we hope to do is that after, let's say 400 years where the big debate was capitalism or communism, say, hey, we we don't have to have that debate. We can also choose option C and basically be selfish and altruistic at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we don't need any technological miracle because it's already happening. We do all the work for YouTube, Facebook, Google, Wikipedia, I love that example. Small group of people build it. You can argue it's communism, you can argue it's capitalism. Both people like it. It's uh, free resources. People do it in their free time. Nobody is getting paid. And um, a communist loves it because everyone's working for the common good. Yeah. And the main philosophy behind 7 billion presidents is the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on finding the old, but on building the new. And um, I believe that's why the, the transition, I still believe we can make this miracle happen and stabilize the climate. Nice. I love it. I love it. So t- tell us more about, uh, specifically because you just uh, mentioned the climate, um, what are the, the projects uh, that are, um, I, I know there's uh, solar panels, but how exactly uh, does this uh, work? First, I borrowed some uh, money from the Tipping Point Foundation to show how the model works. We brewed in partnership with uh, Brut Beer, mm-hmm. awesome guys, uh, a batch of, of beer. We sold the beer. Yeah, it's actually super simple. We sold the beer and with the profit, we installed solar panels. And why wouldn't we do that with every company? You don't need a lot of uh, software developers to build a new Airbnb or uh, Uber. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we thought the best way to communicate is by doing. So now we're starting up this uh, long-term partnership with Brut Beer, and we're looking for a, a chocolate company to partner with uh, Tea. Uh, any company basically yeah and then the only story we aim on telling people is like hey let's um, build a beautiful future for ourselves and um, we don't have to um, to fight anymore which system is um, is better the the left can uh, drink uh, seven billion presidents beer yeah and uh, see their friends on the right economic side also drink seven billion presidents beer and both will be happy because they're both building a better life for themselves yeah. and for each other. 
Okay, nice. And uh, what about, uh, for example, because we talked about uh, the consumers, uh, what about the business owners? What is, I mean, apart from the obvious incentive of like making the world a better place, uh, how do we convince them to, to make this change? That's why we we start the partnerships with existing social enterprises. Mm-hmm. Probably not the, the big ones to start with, definitely not the ones that are shareholder owned. And say, hey, as a community, we'll dedicate um, our time and money to uh, consume your products if we uh, like those products. Yeah. And in return, you you get a fair salary. And we, on a yearly basis, can look each other in the eye and say, hey, what is fair? What goes back to the community? What goes back to uh, growing the company? What goes back to you? And it's basically what humans have been doing for thousands of years. You live in a community if you're an asshole your friends and family around you are going to say, hey, I think you should change your behavior. Yeah. And nowadays, we're all assholes without knowing it because we don't have to face the people making our clothes, making our phone. And um, I believe if we would meet those people, we would change our behavior, if possible, basically the same day. Yeah, I agree. I Yeah, I definitely agree. And also, I believe, I mean, ob- the obvious incentive would be, yeah, if more people would choose to buy this product over the other because they know it's going to something better than obviously this company will eventually sell more, hopefully, than the than the more capitalist uh, products. So yeah, interesting. And uh, what about, uh, for example, the projects you mentioned uh, in uh, lower income uh, countries? Like what is, um, what is the plan there? The... Um The concept is basically the same. I I started working full-time on this two years ago, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have joined, uh, mainly through the Erasmus program, uh, which is awesome. Super nice people, um, good team vibe. Uh, They're doing lots of of awesome work. And we have this organic approach. So we are, people find us, we connect to them, anything they can do to um, help join uh, the family and build a new, which is basically our main slogan, um, we embrace. Mm-hmm. And with um, we haven't had any profit so far to um, start a, a 7 billion president's company in a low-income country, mm-hmm. but I can't wait for um, the first ones to pop up. Yeah, And uh, yeah, everybody can feel good at the end of the day just by consuming 7 billion president's uh, products or just by connecting to the family and saying, hey, you take care of me, I take care of you, and get the, the community vibe back into our uh, societies. Nice, nice. Shyam, what do you think about this? Wow, I've, I don't know, it, it, it sounds really nice. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, I have, I have no opinion. No uh, opinion? Yeah, it's very, I was just looking at the website. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's super interesting. Well, you, you also mentioned something about uh, one is to seven pay, uh, Ratio? I don't know. It just it just popped up. Yeah. But maybe maybe a bit early in your business stage to ask this question. Definitely. At the yeah. moment, uh, no one is getting paid. Right. And um, we we just started paying back the loan, and we are in touch with funds, and we're getting into this bubble of people who say, "Hey, the root cause of many problems why we are exploiting people, uh, destroying nature, is the for-profit economy, and we can do better." So we hope to uh, get some grants and funds and yeah, connect to companies who want to partner with us. Oh, and yeah, the one to seven. In the end, you have to make a a choice what is fair. 
and I believe Ben and Jerry started off with one, two, three, or one, two, five, even. And the problem was when they grew, they needed a third guy, and they paid him in shares. And at some point, the guy said, "Well, wait a minute. If I sell all my shares and convince the people in the village to sell the shares, then uh, Unilever can buy it or Nestle. I don't. Know. I think Unilever." Yeah. Um, and it all went wrong. So we thought one to seven is still a lot. I wonder if it have a, happens because most 7BP companies, I assume, will be uh, with this holacracy vision where we all have to justify our um, our income to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not top down. So if we just collaborate as a group, we don't need the CEO anymore. It's interesting. It's, it, it's, it's a bit like not just talking about minimum wage, but also about maximum wage, sort of having a cap on it. Is it that is that is my understanding? Yes, because it's 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 gone totally insane. It, <laughs> like I think um, sixty years ago, the the average difference between uh, the lowest paid and the highest paid at a company was like one to thirty, mm-hmm. and now in some companies, I don't know, it's one to two thousand or something. Wow. You got the wow. famous example of the person who makes the the dolls for Disney yeah. has to work like three thousand years to make what the CEO makes in one day. Yeah. Right, like, right, right. How is that still? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. I think that's one of the biggest contradictions uh, <laughs> of our society, you know. And it's, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> then they tell you, you know, you work work as hard as you can, and then you will get there. You know, that's the biggest lie they told us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, Sachit, you have some thoughts. You're eager um, to speak. I think uh, this touches upon what we started with, like how do you define capitalism? And I think when you have such a vast difference between the lowest paid and the highest paid employee, then there's an accumulation of wealth that can never be justified by simple work, as you said. And uh, that speaks about investment, about uh, owning well assets that produce that produce wealth. And to me, this is one of the main features of what I would describe as capitalism. So in your system, it seems like you're doing away with that because you're discouraging, you know, um, accumulation of capital in a few hands. So I think that's nice. That That's very nice to hear. Although I do feel like your products would also have to still compete in the market, you know? Yeah, definitely. So uh, that's a challenge, right? Yes. Because, uh, uh, I mean, of course, if I see 7 billion beer, you know, I'm going to buy it. 7 billion president's beer. But... Um, what if I don't like the beer? <laughs> In the end, the product, of course, has to be uh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it is it is the challenge for small enterprises or social enterprises to be able to compete with, let's say, the the Amazons. Yeah. And um, that is going to be a challenge. Dif- depending on the product, it's going to be a different challenge. Yeah, yeah. How we can scale up. The yeah. theory is why couldn't we be as big as any company? Mm-hmm. Because in the end. It's all people working there, and yeah. we could do exactly the same. The company prove proves on a daily basis the model works if mm-hmm. it still exists. Yeah, we could do exactly the same, and then have the profit go back into society. Right. But then we do need to find a way to scale up without um, investors. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think uh, we're going to have to go to the next song. Unfortunately, the hour is uh, coming to a yeah, close. Yeah, the hour is almost gone. Uh, I think if we go uh, quickly through a cultural agenda and then we end with uh, an awesome Dutch song. Oh, oh okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Then we're there already. Uh, okay, it was so, so interesting. Yeah, we kind of skipped the song, but the yeah. conversation was okay. so interesting. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just okay. let you talk, David. <laughs> okay, so no, maybe, David, first you can tell us uh, more about how to, how to join or how to reach uh, 7 million presidents. Yes, everyone listening, you are more than welcome um, to join the the 7BP family. 
please, if you have any questions or you feel like you're more um, interested in more, connect to us to um, 7 Billion Presidents with the uh, number 7 on Instagram, Facebook. Sign up for the newsletter on uh, 7billionpresidents.org. If you're looking for an internship, anything at all, um, you're, we would be delighted to have you. Nice. Nice. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you so much for coming today. Uh, yeah, uh, cultural agenda. Um, I don't really have to study buddies and that's it. Yeah, now it's uh, kind of summer break, you guys. So there's not much uh, going on. Uh, yeah, no, nothing. No protests, no <laughs> lectures, nothing. So I guess just enjoy the reopening of uh, things and stay safe. Yeah. yeah. And for our last song, we have Iedereen is van de wereld, which means everybody's from the world and the world belongs to everyone. Yay! Enjoy and we'll see you in the next hour. <laughs> Ik kan jou niet zien, maar deze is van ons naar